What's going on, all my podcast members, whether you're from Spotify or Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, you're just on your web browser, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Sea Jizzle and the Fucking Whizzle. I'm your host, Sea Jizzle, in the Whizzle. <laughs> I'm bring you another good episode tonight. Um, so, here in my hometown... In Illinois, <clears throat> we've got the Illinois State Fair that's been going on. Oh, I think since like the seventeenth. Uh, I don't know, about a week. I do believe. I think it's like ten days altogether, but two work weeks. So, anyways, there's been. A lot of different walks of life here in town. You know, people from all over the state come to the Illinois State Fair. Uh, whether they're from Chicago or whether they're from around here or down south. Anyways, I'm just glad for it to be over with. Tonight was the last night. It just got over 13 minutes ago. And that way we don't have to worry about all these idiots in town until next year so I was really looking forward to going to the fair myself I never made it out there Uh, so I'm glad that I didn't because the prices were just ridiculous I mean I looked at some pictures and uh, at one stand just for some some pulled pork nachos was like fourteen dollars and then that was one of the cheapest things on the menu. Everything else was like $25 for a brisket sandwich. I'm like, who the fuck is going to pay $25 for one brisket sandwich? You know, that price, I could have a whole damn brisket. So, um, anyways, with that being said, I um, went to the um, store after I got off work because uh, I was going to pick up some stuff to eat right? a couple things, nothing big I've already got some food here at the house but I figured I well, might as well pick up some more uh, a can of chili for my uh, cheese fries that I'm going to have here after a little bit but I figured no, I'll pick up a, a uh, frozen pizza as well so Anyways, I um, I go inside, and that that's all I got. Literally, was a can of chili and a frozen pizza. And um, it's uh, about fifteen minutes till eleven. They close at eleven, so I heard them coming over the. Uh, Heard them coming over the intercom and um, saying that they were getting ready to close. So, anyways, I got my shit checked out, got the fuck out of there, right? <laughs> I walk outside the door, and first things first, I see this black older lady sitting there kind of uh 
kind of off to the side a little bit, right? And first of all, when somebody's sitting outside like that, 10 minutes before the building's supposed to close, that's not really a good sign. They're usually loitering for no real apparent reason. But anyways, uh, so I walked around the corner to where my bike was and she was literally right in front of the way for me to get to my bike. Right. <clears throat> and she says, excuse me, sir, I have a question. Do you work here? And I, first of all, I know every time that somebody asks, you know, oh, I got a question or, hey, can I ask you something? It's usually, uh, do you have a cigarette or do you have money? Or sometimes you'll get the ones that'll say, oh, I'm starving and don't have any food and need some money, right? So as soon as I heard her say, excuse me, can I ask you a question? I said, I don't have any money for you. <clears throat> keep it plain, keep it simple, cut straight to the point. I don't have shit for you, you know? And she gives me this, this spiel about how she's starving, she's hungry, she has five kids. <laughs> I told her, I said, lady, I just literally spent my last little bit of money for me to get something to eat, you know. Well, let's cut back to the, let's cut back to the beginning, because I know better. So, anyways, I'm not, a, I'm not a racist by any means whatsoever in any way shape or form I've got black family I've got very close black friends that are like brothers to me they are my brothers um, so anyways I know that's what every racist says in their opening statement but it's true I don't have a racist bone in my body so but what I do have a problem with is black people that like to stereotype white people Right, and you always hear the black people saying, "Oh, it's the white man that's putting us down," or "Oh, white people are so privileged," you know, compared to black people, they have so many more rights. Or, uh, <clears throat> you know, the the point is, black people would rather ask another black person than ask a white person for help. Uh, and not only that, but I've seen it every day. You know, I work at a gas station, and 90% of the people that come into my store that are black are racist. The way that they act, their attitude, their mentality, their body language, the way that they chuck their dollar bills at you instead of uh, handing it to you like a human, they're racist. And so when you get people that are African-Americans that are constantly racist, it kind of shows a pattern. And I'm not saying that every black person in the city is a racist, but majority of them are. I don't know why. You know, there's a lot of times when I didn't, I've never done anything to them. I don't even know them, you know. So, anyways many 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 different times where I can't even count on my fucking hands 
that I've been treated like shit by somebody that's an opposite race, right? They feel like I don't I don't mean shit. The white guy don't mean shit uh, compared to the black folk, or you know, uh, this Mexican right here needs to go back to his own country. I've even heard black people say that. So, anyways. <clears throat> I like I said I do have black friends some of the greatest friends that I've ever had I know I can trust them I know if I need them they'll be there for me but anyways the audacity for this bitch to ask me for money when you know damn good and well if it was any other time of day if it was anywhere else uh, if she didn't need anything, then it would be, fuck this white guy, right? And that's pretty much how this all boils down to here in a minute, I'll tell you. But I told her, you know, I don't have, I have only enough money for me to get something to eat. And it's like she didn't even hear me. She just keeps going on and on about how she's not even from here, she's from Chicago, she has five kids, and I'm like, listen, lady, I don't have any money. What do you want me to tell you? You know? And it's like she wanted me to... Like like she thought I was lying to her or something. I'm like, lady, do you see this fucking bag right here with two things in it? Do you think if I had money, I'd buy more than just these two fucking things? You know, that's what I wanted to... I was this close to just breaking down on her and telling her to get a fucking job. It's that simple. You got all these people that... First off, I know she's getting linked. She could sit there and make up whatever excuse on how she just moved here from Chicago. Chicago's a part of Illinois, too. So... Um, just because you you just moved from Chicago don't mean anything. People still have their link cards from when they, when they moved from Chicago. So... It doesn't, you know... As soon as you move to another city, it's not like they just cut you off. You still get so many months before you have to recertify. Some people don't have to ever recertify because they already know you haven't had a job in 30 years and you're never going to have one. So, anyways, I know she was getting link, but the point is she's probably spent all her link. She sold half of it and ate up all the other, the other half. And if it is true... That she's got five kids. Who's to say how old these kids even are? Right? So, get this. I tell her, I ain't got nothing for you. And she's mumbling under her breath, you know. Oh, fine then, you know. Just go about your business then. Just leave. <laughs> and I was getting ready to tell her, I am, bitch. I'm leaving, you know. Going home just like I was going to do before I seen your goofy ass over here. You know. It's trying to fucking leave before you fucking interrupted me. You know. So I ignored her. And she's like, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame can't nobody here get no help. No. What's a damn shame is that you got a grown ass woman begging a 30 year old, 20 years younger than her, for money. 
to go get something to eat, which again, that's a lie because we all know you get assistance. So what I think she was trying to do was use it for alcohol or drugs, or she was going to save up a little bit of money to try to go out to the fair and get some fair food before they closed. It's a damn shame that you're out here at 11 o'clock at night trying to hustle up on some people that are you, you think they're too stupid. Let me tell you something, lady. I've been around the block three times more than you have. So, while you're sitting there collecting uh, food stamps, sitting on your ass, waking up at three in the afternoon every fucking day, I, I've seen it all. I've done it all. I've heard every fucking story in the book, okay? There was a lady downtown, oh, last winter, early spring, down by the Abe Lincoln, and again, it was late. It was like 11 o'clock at night, around the same time, because I had got off work. And she's the same thing, you know, she stops me and gives me the whole spiel about she's out of town. She wanted to know if I had money for pizza. She has got, she's got five hungry kids and wants to know if I had money for pizza. It's the same lady. It's the same one. You know, she should really keep track of who she's tried to scam in the past. And maybe she should start using a different story because that one's not working. So, first off, somebody who's got five fucking kids who gets Link, which again, if she's so broke where she ain't got a job, she's getting fucking Link. But, you know how much money they get? I see link card balances. When people come up to the gas station, they buy fucking chips and candy and soda. All this garbage. They spend $80 at a time on junk food. I see it all the time. And uh, their balance is $1,800 still left over. They come back later. They spend about $40 more in, in junk food. So... She's probably one of those people. And nowadays, they're giving your kids fucking link cards too. So, somebody who could have, oh, $1,000 in benefits easily, at least, if not more. I've seen people with $2,000 in link. So, not only are they getting that, but they're getting X amount for each kid as well, which... We all know all the parents are stealing all that money from their kids. It's not going towards what it's supposed to, so. I don't feel sorry for those people. I go to work every fucking day. And I pay $400 a fucking month or more. Actually, more than that. So people like her can fucking get something to eat. And... You're out here begging still. You know, first of all, what kind of life, what kind of example are you setting for your children? You say you got five kids. What kind of example are you setting for them? You're out here at 11 o'clock at night begging random strangers for money to eat. Instead of going out and getting a fucking job to take care of your kids and give them what they actually need to survive, to buy them clothes, to buy them necessities like soap to wash their fucking ass and razors to shave with when they get old enough and 
oh, you want to go out to the movies with your friends? Here's 20 bucks, you know. These kids nowadays have the most shittiest parents. They don't give a two fucks about their children. They don't care. And here's another tip. If you don't have money to feed you and your five kids, don't have five fucking kids. So, that's another thing. I don't have five kids. But, even if I did, do you think I'd be out here begging on the street saying, Excuse me, sir, can you help me take care of my five kids? You know, that's just stupid. I do feel bad for some of these kids that are stuck in this kind of predicament. But, that's not my job to fix the world. You can only do so much. And, this world is too big of a place. And I'm only one man. So I gave up trying to help people a long time ago because, you know, first of all, if they don't want to help themselves, you're not going to be able to help them. That's first and foremost. Giving somebody money or buying somebody food is just enabling them to continue to be out on the streets. So, and all these people that are behind on rent, because they haven't paid it in six months, they're going to be out on the streets soon too. <laughs> it's really, really sad. It's really, really crazy. The audacity for people to take advantage of people like me. Or to try to take advantage of people like me. That, that you know, the only reason why you get Link is because of me. And then you want to turn around whenever I don't even have any money to buy myself something to eat and you want to take my last bit of dollars or my last bit of food because you're fucking lazy and don't want to get a job so that's that's pretty much what it comes down to <laughs> I don't feel sorry for those people they put themselves in the situation that they're in if it was 1940 right and you didn't make enough money to feed your family, you fucking starved. You starved. Or you took your ass down to the food bank and you got something to eat for the evening. So this whole thing on food stamps where it came in and how people can just get free money off the government and take care of themselves is just the craziest thing that I've ever heard. It's just crazy. They help people pay their rent. They help people feed themselves. They give people health care for free. They give people more than enough uh, link, and then they sell half of it to somebody with cash. It's crazy. It's just fucking crazy. But if it was me, and I was out there begging, and I walked up to a black lady and said, uh, well... I'll rephrase that. If I went up to a middle-aged black lady and said, Hey, I'm hungry. Do you have uh, a few dollars you can spare? Or You know what, I, what the response would most likely be? I ain't got shit for you. <laughs> or go out and get a job. Or go down to the bread line. That's what people would tell me. So, 
I already know because I can hear it. And you try and tell people this shit, like, if you were hungry, why didn't you go down to the bread line before they closed at 6 o'clock? Or, why haven't you tried to go to the link office and get any assistance? And every time you tell somebody something like that, they don't want to hear it. They're like, ah, oh, fuck that, I'm not going to no bread line. Okay, well then I guess you're not hungry. You know, I mean, I have been starved. There's been times when I haven't had shit in my house at all. Literally. Nothing. I had to go to the store every night to pick something up to eat. With whatever little bit of cash I had in my pocket. At times. There were some nights where I didn't have any money to buy anything to eat. I went certain nights without anything at all. And there were many, many nights where I only had one meal a night. One meal the whole day. So, and I've never been out on the streets begging. I've been at the lowest point in my life starving, and I've never been out there begging for money. So, that says something. That means these people aren't really hungry. See people sitting out there with a sign, they're holding a sign that says, we'll work for food. And you tell them, oh, I got a garage that needs to be painted. You come down there and help me paint the garage, I'll take you and go get you whatever you want to eat. Oh, no, no, no. No, I can't do that. I got to meet somebody in 30 minutes or whatever. Whatever. But every time I've always needed help, nobody's been around. Nobody cares. There's not a soul that listens. I can scream in the middle, at the top of my lungs, and it's like I'm in the middle of nowhere. Nobody fucking listens. Nobody cares. Nobody hears you. No matter how much help you need. But then, when somebody else needs help, oh. They expect you to give them every last dime at the drop of a hat. And if you don't, then you're a piece of shit. I, uh... <clears throat> I, um... Uh, didn't buy any beer at work tonight, right? I thought, oh, I'll go without it. Uh... And I thought that I didn't have any more beer at home, right? So I get here, putting some of the stuff in the fridge and in the freezer, and uh, I checked in my fridge just one last time to see maybe I left a beer, you know, behind something, or sure enough, I had one tall can of Sierra Nevada left. <laughs> it's a lifesaver. And it tastes good. So these are about 6.7% by volume. Pretty strong. I, I, um, I like drinking IPA. I know a lot of people don't, but I like that bitterness, that hoppy taste. So... <clears throat> 
Anyways, we're going to try some of this weed that one of my regular customers brought in today. He, for the longest time, he just brings me a couple nuggets. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Sometimes it's two, two grams or something like that. Sometimes it's seems like a little bit more. I don't know. But he brings me a little bit to try gets down to his last little bit, you know, and uh, I tried a little bit earlier, but it didn't, kind of forgot what it tastes like, so, I've still got a little more than an eighth of, uh, of the Jet Fuel Gelato still got uh, two or three bowls left of uh, cookies still and I've got whatever my uh, regular customer just gave me so <clears throat> we're gonna try it <laughs> there was a crazy ass white girl that came in middle-aged at the gas station earlier and my co-worker was up there and he told her that he's not allowed to take the uh, the paper IDs to buy cigarettes or alcohol you gotta have the plastic copy and pretty much the reason why they were doing that is because people were just taking uh, people were just taking their paper copy and making copies of it on their computer and printing off like a hundred sheets so if they ever lost it they could just pull another one out and, and reuse the printed ones that they already had now <clears throat> uh, People will argue with you till you're blue in the face, and they'll say you have to take it. DMV says you have to take it. Blah blah blah. Well, we don't have to take anything because the gas station has the right to refuse service to anybody. So there's no law that's written in the Illinois state law that says, oh, by the way, if you have a paper or a temporary ID, everywhere has to accept it. So, haven't seen that law yet, but everybody says, it's a law, it's a law, you're supposed to take it. Anyways, my co-worker told her, we're not going to take it, and she was trying to convince him to take it by telling him, oh, everywhere else takes it, I've never had this problem before. He said, well, sorry, but you have to have the hard copy with it. And she goes on again. Well, you know, I don't see why it's such a big deal. and It's not like I'm any younger or, you know. So I cut in and I said, he says he needs the hard copy with it. You need the hard copy with it. Period. It's not, let's sit here and make a fucking deal. 
there's, there's certain rules, there's certain guidelines, there's certain laws, and then the law says you have to have your fucking ID when you come to buy alcohol or tobacco. And if you can't prove that that's you or that's how old you are, which, again, if you're using a counterfeit uh, fake ID that you just printed off, you know, so there's just certain company policies that we have to follow and some people don't like it but that's just the way the cookie crumbles that's what my boss tells me to do and I do it so she flips shit she fucking uh, you know cussing causing a scene she looked at me after I said that, after I said, you need the fucking, uh, you need the hard copy with it, you know. He asked you for the hard copy. Technically, you're supposed to have it, or, you know, company policy says you're supposed to have it, so. He's already told you. If you don't want to show the real ID, then you can go somewhere else. You know, which, again, you're sitting here saying that nobody else cards you. Or nobody else cares about the paper ID. Well, then why are you fucking? Why why didn't you just go somewhere else? You know, if it's such a problem here, and everywhere else takes it, then go to Quick and Easy, or go to Road Ranger, or go to Casey's. I mean, geez. So she said, "Well, you don't have to be an asshole about it." To me, I said, "I'm not being an asshole about it. What I'm telling you is, he's not going to take it." So, you can sit here and try and sweet talk him all you want. But he said no. And she's like, I'm going to get a hold of corporate. And I'm going to have your job. And blah, blah, blah. And you're just a piece of shit, you know, that works at a gas station. And blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. Alright. So, you're still not getting any fucking cigarettes. So, that makes you feel better. I've been called a lot worse. And then she looks over at my other co-workers and calls my one co-worker a whore, a fat whore. I was like, yeah, that's setting a good example for your daughter that's with you, for one. And for two, that really hurt her feelings, I'm sure. So, anyways... People just think that they don't have, they're above the law, they don't have any rules they gotta listen to. How dare you ask them for their ID? You know. If, um, you know, they worked at the bar, let's say. Let's just say, let's just say she works at a bar, right? And I go down there to the bar, and I have my ID, but it's a paper one. And I say, oh, I'm 21, I just didn't go down and get my ID yet. I just didn't get it renewed. Do you think that that bar is going to care? Do you think they're going to just let me in there? No, because you have to have a legit, real, plastic, plastic, uh, in your hand ID. 
I've never seen anybody get into a bar with a paper ID. Ever. There's no watermark on it. You know, you can't hold it up to the black light and see if there's a fucking watermark. So... I'd like to, I'd pay to see somebody try to get into a club with just a paper ID. I'll pay you a hundred dollars in, in your pocket if you can get in there. Because it's just not going to happen. I don't know how it is in other countries or uh, whatever, but in America, pretty much no matter where you go, you're going to get carded to go into a bar. Unless you look like you're 65 years old or you're part of the Jurassic Park era. That's just the way it goes. <clears throat> so. I know some people think that we can stretch the rules a little bit, but it's not worth it to us. We work at a gas station job. You think we want to risk uh, losing everything that we have because of you? so tipsy last night um I was tired too I mean I had stayed up um all day and uh I'd started drinking early long story short and uh I remember coming home eating a can of SpaghettiOs and uh eating something else but then I ended up laying there watching cartoons and just ended up passing out woke up at like well I woke up on and off throughout the whole night really thirsty had a dry mouth a lot dehydrated and uh, had to piss a few times throughout the night and so at like 2 in the morning I got up and I remember, you know, uh, just being foggy-minded, not really knowing how I got there. Kind of like, uh, I kind of forgot how the night went for a minute. Oh, I ate some fried chicken. That's what I had. I ate a little bit of pasta salad, too. I ate a, a cob salad last night. Um, but anyways, I looked down at my arm when I was going to the bathroom and, uh, seen this bruise on my arm. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do this time? It looked like I fell into something. Or it looks like somebody maybe grabbed me around my arm because it looks like a couple fingerprints. I don't know, I mean, if I hadn't fallen into the wall, I would have had to fall into the wall pretty damn hard to get a bruise that size, and it's just weird that my face wasn't fucked up or anything, so, I don't know. But it was a crazy night last night. <clears throat> uh, 
That's why tonight I just decided uh, I'm not going to drink too much. I'm going to just eat some food, watch some videos, call tonight. I am drinking this one beer, but nothing wrong with just having one talking. So this weed, I don't really know what to think about it. I don't really know if I like this weed, the one that was given to me. I've still got a couple other flavors of my own, but <clears throat> just kind of harsh. Kind of tastes like a a mid-grade or something. Like it kind of tastes like a little bit of Reggie, but it tastes like Dro. <clears throat> I've already found like a couple seeds in it, so I know it's not like dispensary grade. So I think this guy grows it himself. And, uh, yeah, I know the really good weed doesn't have any seeds in it, usually, but, anyways, I guess it's better than nothing if I run out, so, <clears throat> yeah, I was, uh, thinking about making another podcast after this one, but I don't think so. I think this is just going to be one and done tonight. Uh, I'm trying to kind of slow down on making podcasts. I was making like three a night, sometimes, every night, and uh, I've been wanting to make like, I don't know, two or three a week. <laughs> I don't want it to be an everyday thing necessarily but uh, I kind of use this as a uh, as a diary for myself to kind of go back and listen to uh, kind of reflect on how I was doing a year ago I guess uh, anyways I got to thinking about van life and everything I was supposed to start doing van life like this fall uh, late fall early winter my lease is up November so I was planning on already having the van bought and got started working on it before then but this year has just been kind of a crazy year and unpredictable and <clears throat> anyways uh, so, I'm basically going to have to put van life on hold until uh, winter, probably still, but I don't know. I don't know if uh, I'm going to sign a whole other year lease somewhere else. Or if I'm just going to try to talk to the landlord about staying here for another four to six months. I really don't know what to think because I don't want to live here with a bat. 
I do have that bat problem. And I just have a feeling that this winter, <clears throat> he's going to be trying to come inside to find warmth and shit. And, I mean, I didn't have that big of a problem last year during the winter. I could just hear him up in the uh, ceiling. And I don't have an attic in this house. I don't believe it's accessible, so... <clears throat> As long as he stays up there in the roof, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, and a lot of people say, "Oh, well, you got to worry about bat shit. You got to live. You got to live with bat guano, and that's uh, a fucking health hazard." And let me reassure you that there's there's no uh, bat guano just dripping down from my ceilings. I can I can tell you that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, anyways, I, uh, I've been staying here for, for a year, well, not really a year, since last January, it's for about eight months now, and, uh, I haven't gotten sick the whole time I've lived here, really, uh, Yeah, that's, that's really crazy to sit and think about, but I haven't had, I didn't get pneumonia this last winter. Uh, after I moved in here and everything, I haven't gotten sick at all. I haven't gotten, a, you know, a cold. I haven't gotten food poisoning and been throwing up or nothing. So... <clears throat> really kind of crazy to think about, but I've been a good eight months really healthy. Obviously, I guess my immune system has been healthy. Craziest part is, uh, I think I'm immune to COVID. I think I've already gotten it. Uh, Long story short, before they even had a name for COVID, everybody had it over here, pretty much. And, you know, they say, oh, some people can have no symptoms at all, some people can have mild symptoms. Uh, I don't know. I had some symptoms. <coughs> but whether it was just uh, the bird flu or whether it was uh, just a uh, cold virus or whether it was the, uh, the other strain of the flu, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was coronavirus, I don't know. But what I do know is my whole body was sore. I had the body aches for a whole week. And uh, <clears throat> soon after that, after the first week, the uh, second week, I was puking and shitting my brains out. So, something similar to, uh, to uh, like having food poisoning or, or whatever. So, it could have been stomach, stomach bug or whatever, I don't know. 
but I was very, very sore. Very achy. Didn't want to move off the couch for like a whole week. I didn't hardly get up to do anything. I didn't hardly eat. I felt like that week really took a lot out of my body. So, I was already weak from being sick, and then I was weak from not eating, and uh, weak from just being, uh, from having to go to work, and everything on top of that, being worn down. And yeah, I took, uh, I think a couple days off maybe, but then it was back to work for me. Powered through it, I got through it. And now, ever since then, I haven't been sick. So, um, anybody who took uh, science or health class knows that natural immunity is the best. When you actually gain natural immunity from getting it, your body recognizes what to do with it in the future. Uh, when you try to give your body a vaccine to try to trick it in to doing the work that it needs to do of course it's not going to be as effective I mean your body wasn't your body was made to fight off shit bacteria and organisms and stuff they adapt in their environments that's what they live to do is to adapt and mutate and change and become antibiotic resistant and you know it's been going on for hundreds and thousands of years millions of years it's been doing that so uh, God made your body to fight off shit you know humans have been around for, for millions of years I would say, uh, and if you think that, oh, this one fucking disease or this one illness, you can't fight it off naturally, I mean, think about to the caveman days and shit, you think that they had Pfizer vaccines back in the caveman days, no, you just got whatever you got, and you either became immune or you died, that was it. You know, and that's the way life should be. Instead of all this other shit of pumping people with these fucking drugs that we don't know what the long-term effects are. You know. First off, <clears throat> not only has these companies not told you if it gives you cancer or not, these vaccine corporations haven't told you if it makes you sterile. It's a possibility. Um, if it causes nerve damage later down the road, gives you neuropathy, they don't know, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, you're going to know, but by then it'll be too late. So I, I just, I'd rather risk getting it. I know it sounds terrible, but um, only like 0.04% that have gotten it and actually die. So... Anyways, and majority of those people were older people or people with um, underlying uh, illnesses. <clears throat> so, 
I was the uh, sheep whenever the H1N1, uh, the H1N1 vaccine came out. I got it. I went and got it because my mother and everybody was telling me to go get it. Not because I thought I should. But I went. I got it. And now you don't hear a fucking thing about H1N1. Nothing. Never. It's not in the headlines anymore. It just came and it went. So. <clears throat> back in uh, 2016. I do believe. I do believe it's 2016. They had a real bad case of the uh, avian flu. Just like the H10N3 that just came out recently. Yeah, there was another strain of the avian flu. And it killed, like, at least 400 people, I do believe. Which, again, doesn't sound like a lot of people, but to those 400 people, <clears throat> I mean, that's a lot of people. So, uh, and there's probably more people than that who have went and got this new vaccine and they've had adverse reactions and again you might not have had adverse reactions your friends your mother whoever went to go get the shot might not have had an adverse reaction but there are many many fucking people out there that did and I'm sure that they regret taking the shot after they did that so no thank you <clears throat> No, thank you. Now, if the FDA would have came out from the get-go and said, okay, we approve this drug, then I might think about taking it. They said, yeah, it's pretty safe. But they didn't come out and say that. So, they put it on emergency order, which I don't know what that means. You know, it's either safe to take or it's not, in my opinion. It's... The FDA is either going to clear it or they're not going to clear it. And they didn't clear it. Uh, but now they're trying to clear this this uh, booster, this booster shot, when they don't know what reaction it's going to cause again. And um, they're saying that there's a chance it could have three times more of the reactions than, than if you got the, the second dose of the shot. So... My whole thing is, <clears throat> if it works, why keep needing to get doses? I mean, at this rate, it's going to mutate again, it's going to mutate again, it's going to change again, it's going to mutate again, and it's going to adapt, and it's going to change again. So, I mean, at this rate, everybody's going to need to get an, uh, a, a vaccine every month. You know, I mean, you might as well just just put it on your calendar for every month you're going to go to the doctor and get a, a shot, you know, because you're going to need it. <clears throat> and all these people that do go and get these vaccines, uh, I feel like it compromises their immune system. I know that doctors say otherwise. They say it helps fight it, helps boost your immune system to fight it off. But I believe it's the complete opposite. I think it wreaks havoc on your immune system. And then, when something finally does come along, 
uh, it's a new strain or it's mutated and your body doesn't recognize it it recognizes the uh, the alpha variant that it just killed off I don't know I don't know there's a lot more research that needs to be done a lot more studies that need to be done before they're going to be able to convince people that it's safe to take and I'll be damned if I'm going to shoot something up in my body that you cannot prove is safe. <clears throat> if, if I was to uh, go up to the hospital right now and say, hey, I want to get my COVID shot. And let's say they give it to me and then my arm swells up three times the size. And my throat starts closing up and shit. And I have to go to the ER and I almost die, who the fuck do you think is going to be responsible for that? If I did die, let's just say I did, you think the FDA is going to say, yep, we take full responsibility for that guy dying? Fuck no. They're going to be like, well, he's another COVID statistic, you know. He got the vaccine, but he still ended up contracting it anyways. You know, it's just fucking ignorant. And all these people that have false hope that Say, oh, just get the vaccine and everything will be okay. Just get it. Just get it. Just get it. You hear a lot of people pressuring people into getting it. Just get the vaccine. It's no big deal. Just, I did it. Okay, well, if you got the vaccine, then why the fuck do you still need to wear a mask? And uh, if you got the vaccine, why the fuck do you need to get a booster shot? For the Delta variant. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Friends and family members are telling Joe Blow over here to just get the vaccine because he won't have to worry about catching it. But then, two weeks later, they say, oh, by the way, I know we just told you guys that you'd be fine after this shot, but you gotta get a booster. It's fucking ignorant. It's ignorant. Stupid. And like I said, all these people right now that think, oh, it's a great idea. It's a great idea to go get vaccinated. When you can't have kids, or a third of the United States can't have kids because a third of the United States is vaccinated, and they found out, oh, ten years later, it causes sterilization. You know, Johnson & Johnson was just sued for giving females ovarian cancer and shit with the talc powder and shit and the uh, shower to shower you know you, I, I'm pretty sure everybody fucking forgot about that but yeah let's let's go ahead and get a vaccine that's made by them too it's not going to cause any cancer or any side effects or yeah <laughs> they, they've got kids that are fucking having epileptic seizures and shit they get the same thing as like Ray syndrome almost. And they're still fucking giving it out to people. Like, oh, here, take this Johnson Johnson vaccine. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I know. We had Susie in here the other day that almost died from it, but. Oh, yeah, she did end up dying from it. But hey, we're just going to go ahead and sign this disclosure form. It's fucking ignorant.
that's basically you telling uh, these people to do whatever they want with you, even if it means you're about to die. Pretty much. And I'm not going to do anything back to sue you or anything if you guys do fuck up. <clears throat> Anyways. I'm, uh, I'm not against vaccines. But I definitely believe that they need to fucking start buckling down on this shit and coming out with an actual vaccine that works. And one that's going to work for future uh, strains and shit. Not one that's just going to work for this particular strain and then be outdated and, and obsolete. Back whenever polio came out, them motherfuckers had a one-done shot. The same thing with measles. And smallpox, they all had one shot that you had to get, so it just doesn't make any sense to me why they can't still use that technology. Anyways, and it, it doesn't make sense that we can we can send the man to the moon and and we can uh, make the first combustible engine for for a car engine and make a fucking airplane like the Wrights brothers did and this and that but we can't fucking come up with a damn drug that can kill off a virus that just sounds stupid that just sounds ignorant a country that is so great that's done so much shit and we can't come up with a cure for a virus seriously you know they can kill off like uh, HIV you know, with drugs and shit, they've got a cure for, uh, it's either AIDS or HIV, I don't know, but that can, uh, manifest into a virus, and they've got a drug for that, so, anyways, none of it makes sense, but what does make sense is I'm gonna make whatever decision I wanna make at the end of the day, what I think is right. For myself, to keep myself safe, to protect myself, I could care less about anybody else. <clears throat> so, and if I'm always at home, <clears throat> if I'm always at home anyways and I live alone when I'm not at work, then who the fuck do I have to worry about catching it from or getting it to or nobody? When I'm at work, I have plexiglass in front of me, plus my fucking bandana around my face. So, the chances of me catching it, even now, when they say that it's like just as contagious as the uh, chicken pox, is a bunch of hoopla. Anyways, this session's about to end, 60 minutes is about to hit, so probably make another podcast tomorrow, but until then... Uh, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. So, till the next time, see Jizzle and the Wizzle signing out.